Hey everybody, welcome to episode 308 of the Bite Me podcast. I apologize that we have not been here for a couple of weeks. It is entirely I don't. my fault. It's free entertainment yeah. for the most part. That's a good point. Uh, but, you know, like people depend Patreon on Patreon people, for- sorry. <laughs> everybody else, suck it. No. Um, <laughs> I uh, We ended up having kind of some scheduling problems because my birthday was uh, two weeks ago. And then I got coronavirus. And so it's... Just like talking was not an option last week. Um, I'm not 100% sure talking is an option this week. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, if I just mute all of a sudden in the middle of a sentence, it's because I'm coughing. So I guess it's a thing. Dylan's also kind of sick, but say, Hey, Dylan. Hey, Dylan. Hey, Dylan. <laughs> so I watched a Christmas movie last night and Tom Arnold was in it. And like one of the trivia things was Tom Arnold was sick during all of filming. <laughs> and the entire time you can just hear like Tom always like, hey, <clears throat> hey, guys, how you doing? <laughs> I'm like, all right. Wow. <laughs> it was like Tom Arnold's flu game. Uh, yeah. it, it was really weird. Except his performance wasn't as good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, honestly, it was like a, uh, you know, like a Hallmark Christmas movie. So, like, that's why they shot while the, he was sick. <laughs> <clears throat> he was still a, the standout performer in that movie. So remember when he was married to Roseanne and how weird it is that that was a thing? It's so weird. It's so weird. But I think the thing is, too, is like Tom Arnold has not really aged no. a whole lot in like the last I don't know, 20 years. Like, I mean, I watched that movie with him last night and like one of my very, very, very favorite movies of all time is Undercover Blues. And I mean, he looks younger than he did. But I mean, Undercover Blues was a 90s movie, I think. And like, he doesn't look significantly different. (laughs) So I've been watching um, Baywatch because as I do, do. as I do, because it was on um, Amazon Prime and remastered. And I'm like, I've never really seen Baywatch. I should watch Baywatch. And uh, now I'm hooked on Baywatch. But uh, David Spade was in one of the episodes. And I'm like, <laughs> man, David Spade, really? I mean, like, he's aged now because, I mean, I think David Spade's in his 60s now. Yeah. Not late 50s. Um, but, like, for the longest time, that dude he did looked, not change. Yeah. You know, I uh, like David Spade is not one of those people that I, I think about a whole lot, but we saw him his like HBO special one time. He did like a stand up special, and it was hilarious. So, hmm. uh, anyway, we're gonna talk about other things too, like probably nope. video games. Welcome maybe. to the Spade Cast. Uh. <laughs> this is a deep dive into David Spade's role in uh, how how I ten rules for dating my teenage daughter. daughter is, yeah. Is, did you yeah. know that in Baywatch, not only is David Spade in one episode, but Wendy Malick is also in several episodes, which brings the whole Just Shoot Me cast together. God, I love You know, like, on one hand, I'm like, Just Shoot Me was great. Um, terrific show. On Probably the, on not. The, it, well, at the time, I liked that show oh. a lot. But I don't. If 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 Just Shoot Me, if we could make Just Shoot Me disappear as a TV show and not have. Um, You're thinking of new race, news radio, Cliff. Oh, okay. Never mind. Just shoot me can stay. News radio. I'm sorry. As much as I really, really like that show, I think I think we should just get rid of it because I I think it was it was a problem. That's what I'm gonna say. It's a problem. 
Uh, anyways, we're going to talk about what we've been playing. Um, we've got uh, some news. Do you connect with your family through video games? A lot of people do. Uh, the FTC is going to probably get in the way of that uh, Microsoft Activision deal, and, and probably actually England is as well. We'll see. Uh, the Callisto Protocol uh, Season Pass will include new death animations. We'll talk about that. Uh, do you have a lot of fun memories for the Xbox 360 controller? Is that something you hold near and dear? And a 12... It was a pretty good control. I don't disagree. Uh, 12 player co-op is something we're going to be talking about as well. I've uh, got a handful of questions from Extra Life Icon, Monotone Screaming, and uh, QWERTY HJKL123. Uh, and then a uh, bunch of cheap free games. It's kind of the end of the month, so there's some there's some cheap free stuff coming out. But why don't we start with what we've been playing, Dylan? Do you want to you kick us off there? Yeah. I played some games. I've been playing a lot of Fall Guys. Um a new season started. I'm trying to remember. I guess we didn't record last week, so. That, week before. Yeah, so um, that has happened since then. I have lost track of the last two weeks. <laughs> so um, uh, it's like there's like a nautical themed uh, season pass and maps now. Um, SpongeBob is a costume, so that's pretty cool um so if you get to the end of your uh season pass this time you can get spongebob um along with a bunch of silly um seagulls and crab pinchers um the skyrim guy and cthulhu so um on that front pretty solid um and some new game types that are pretty fun too. Um, I think I've mentioned it before, but it's one of those games where it's cool to see um, the amount of stuff they've added over time because it's definitely there's a lot more variety in the types of um, games that you're playing, um, like the different mini games. Um, I'm particularly fond of the ones where you like slide on your belly. Um, in sort of like a racing fashion, um, whether you're sliding on your belly and jumping through hoops or just sliding on your belly down a racetrack. Um, I think that's kind of fun because it's just, it's counter to kind of what the game initially was, which was mostly just running and jumping through like um, MXC style races and and whatnot. But um, they're finding different ways to use those physics to um, do different kinds of, uh, uh, games so that's um i like that a lot um nice other than that i played a little bit of uh warhammer 40k dark tide um during this small beta window for those who pre-ordered the game um i think today is the last day of that so the game officially launches tomorrow um which um i haven't played i there's been a couple patches in the last couple days um so I'm I'm curious to play it again because it was it was running a little rough around the edges I'd say, um, and I heard that wasn't uh, a, a unique situation. So a lot of people were kind of experiencing that. So it was it's still in beta. So I wasn't gonna criticize it too much because who knows what it what it's gonna um, play like. I guess tomorrow upon official launch, but, um, overall, I think this should be a pretty fun, 
uh, game, um, similar to Vermintide, um, but guns and things um, is kind of, I guess, a little bit more range-oriented than Vermintide, which is definitely more melee-focused. Um, I don't know how that balance will actually shake out, because there is there's still melee weapons. I played the big Ogryn kind of character, um, and at the beginning you kind of have a big bludgeoning weapon and what is essentially like a big blunderbuss that has like one large shell in it um so the range combat is still kind of slow um so um at least in the case of that i don't i haven't experienced a lot of the different weapons yet so um but i mean i don't have a lot to talk about on that front yet other than I hope to continue playing. I do have at least one person that I know that has got the game so far. So, I mean, it's definitely something that I'd like to play uh, with some people. Um, it's definitely a cooperative um, based game, um, like Vermintide. You you could play it by yourself, but it's 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 much much more fun with with a a squad of people. Um, so I'll, I'll get into that a little bit more um, now that the game is officially out tomorrow. But then I spent a little bit of time playing the new Pokemon Scarlet specifically. Um, and again, I haven't got too far into it. Um, I, I did the first like gym battle, um, which is pretty early on. However, this one does open up the map very quickly so you can kind of go wherever it seems i don't know what limitation there actually is because i didn't like try to go to some far away place i kind of stuck nearby the the initial town so far but it's like all the gyms are just on the map which is i guess pretty unusual to other pokemon games where you kind of more or less linearly move through um them in some some order so i don't know if that if, i don't know if you still have to there's a specific order you kind of need to go to or if it is literally just open um which is interesting only because of like the fact that you level up um throughout the game so before you were supposed to be of certain levels to kind of be ready to um take on the certain gyms so i, I don't i don't know how that actually shakes out um it it is cool to finally play the traditional style Pokemon game in a 3D world like the Arceus was um, kind of like that, but was kind of more like a Pokemon Go game than it was like traditionally just battling and, and doing gyms. Um, so this is that game that my inner childhood always kind of wanted um, or or my just being a child kind of wanted this 3D Pokemon game where you, you see the Pokemon uh, wandering around in the in the wilds um, and that is very cool um, I see I see some people have kind of been not super impressed with some of the graphics just I guess low frame rate blah 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 this or that um, to me I don't really care or notice because it's just not a game where that matters that much 
and, or do you even notice like when you're playing it um maybe if i played on a tv maybe it would be more noticeable than like on on a handheld switch light i don't know um but it's not a fast enough paced game where like if it's not running optimally at a steady frame rate or something that i would notice like um so i don't know if it's worth criticizing um maybe it was worse to some people i don't know um i kind of i probably wouldn't even have noticed much of anything if i hadn't read that someone else was had to had something to say about it um it, it's not the best looking game by by any stretch of the imagination um but i mean as far as pokemon designs it, it's it's fine um but again, I haven't I haven't played that far into it. So I don't think I have a lot to to say among this the the story or anything. Uh, this it's kind of more focused around like a Pokemon Academy. So you're kind of like in a school setting, I guess, which is kind of it could be interesting. I guess you kind of like can take classes, which is actually kind of a smart way that they uh, introduce like learning about the actual battle system to know like how weaknesses and resistances and things work within the game because i don't know if any game ever really explained that you just kind of figured it out or kind of had a, a, a background knowledge of pokemon to understand like flying types are weak to lightning so if you use an electric pokemon it's going to do twice as much damage, right? Um, and it, it, it explains physical versus special attacks and that sort of thing. And same with, like, um, defense and or, or uh, special defense, kind of that kind of thing. Um, so by doing the little Pokemon, in quotation, classes, it just briefly kind of, like, quizzes you on, like, if this Pokemon's weak to this one, like, how much damage will it do? And so I... I I think that's kind of a clever thing that maybe should have been introduced at an earlier stage in Pokemon games. And maybe I just totally missed that somewhere in a, in a game before, but um, it seems so like I obviously already know that, but for someone playing a Pokemon game for the first time, I feel like that could be incredibly valuable. And very simply, it took just a couple minutes to do, um, these little quizzes or whatever and you you're like oh okay i get how the different moves and things work and the the type advantages and that um so i'd have to i i think that's a a a, a positive way to to introduce this as for the actual like i don't know the actual school storyline i don't know if i'm necessarily fond of it yet i, I don't know um but as for the actual like educational like about the game it's kind of a, a a neat way to to stuff that in there i guess um other than that i don't think i have too much to say other than the weird pokemon that they give you that looks like a motorcycle to move quickly around the map just looks like a motorcycle but it doesn't actually have wheels or anything which i thought was kind of really strange um he's got like a um kind of like a frog bellowing under chin uh thing that when it like bulges out it looks like the front wheel and then he tucks his tail underneath his like 
lower stomach and it looks like a second wheel except then he just runs on his legs so i was i'm like why sounds amazing <laughs> why not just have a pokemon that you ride i don't know why they had to go through this weird design to make a a, a motorcycle like pokemon and then it doesn't have wheels, which I appreciate that it doesn't have wheels. Cause if it, if a Pokemon just had wheels, I'd be like, what's going on. Um, cause there's just def- definitely been some questionable Pokemon design. So I would not put it past them. Um, and that would have been one of them. Now it's just questionable because it looks like a motorcycle, except it just runs. So it was just very strange to me, uh, looking at that for the first time. Um, and I'm, I was kind of like, in on one hand, I'm happy because I'm like, okay, good. It's not actually a motorcycle. But then on the other hand, I'm like, well, why did they make it look like that and then just have it run on its legs? It's like, that's kind of weird. Um, but whatever. I, <laughs> that's basically how I feel about it is like, whatever. I kind of don't, I, I kind of miss just riding a bike around. Um, it's like, now I have this weird like Pokemon that's just my it just carries me everywhere and that's weird and it's like i could just have a bike i think a bike would be fine in the situation like every other pokemon game ever let you just have a bicycle and i was like why did we why did we not just stick with the bicycle because and then there's a little storyline of how you get this pokemon and it's like i could have done without this i think the bicycle was fine there was a, a question going around yesterday on the internet whether or not you date a centaur uh, at first, I was like, "No, I don't. I don't really think that's my my thing." Like, it seems a lot of like a logistical issues with dating a centaur. But then I'm like, you know, on the Three flip side, like, yeah, if you get tired, I can just like hop on and and ride. And like, I don't think a centaur would mind, right? So, like, I've kind of come around on, yeah. on on dating a centaur. Like, there there seems like there's some advantages there that I wasn't. I feel like I'd, it would be weird that I would just be riding them around all the time, though. I mean, not all the time. But just well, yeah, like, I would because like, like, it's like you're not getting in my car. It's a good point. It's really hard to get. <laughs> but, what if you had a truck? She could ride in the back. Can well, you, can you she trailer. though? Yeah, you need a, you horse, a horse trailer. trailer. I don't need a. <laughs> Only if my girlfriend does a centaur, then I need a horse you trailer. And a centaur I'm, lady, but then I need a truck to pull the horse trailer. <laughs> I mean, like, I think you could just get like a small horse trailer. I don't. I feel like I'd I would just, just ride her like around, flatbed. and I don't. Like if you if you're already gonna get a truck, you, I think she could just hop in the back of the truck, and like you put some blankets down, and she like kind of kneels down a little <laughs> bit. <and> wait, <laughs> yeah. <isn't> they? <laughs> I don't think so. I think they talk. They just have sure that primal urge to, to make horse sounds <laughs> with their. I mean, maybe <laughs> it's possible. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. I feel like I feel like I'm not necessarily into centaurs. I don't know. <laughs> Racist. Um, I think a satyr might be a little more, slightly more appropriate. They can possibly sit in the front seat. I don't know. What uh, what are they? Uh, Like the half goats. They only have two legs. Um, They don't have the full horse body behind them. They just have a furry uh, lower section. Um, What if it was a satyr and half woman, half goat, but it had goat eyes? I'm out on goat eyes. Hard no on that. Yeah, goat eyes yeah. are very strange. It's the most beautiful woman you've ever seen, but goat eyes. Goat eyes. Goat eyes. <laughs> but 
<laughs> no, uh, I don't think it's a good idea. Well, and plus you probably scare her all the time because like, You're like huh? you can only see sideways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, anyway, <laughs> definitely not a not a predator. Cole, what what have you been playing this week? All sorts of games, but I only played one or two for more than like five minutes. Um, I have been playing Hunter Call of the Wild because who Still? doesn't love hunting? Again, is there more? Is there more? The oh, you don't know how many DLCs there are for this game. Um, yeah, like there is. I mean, since 2017, they have just been releasing new maps and those maps. I mean, if you finish those maps probably there's 30 plus hours in each map if you're doing all of the uh the missions because i mean like some of the missions are like go find this thing and i'll just like wander around for like three hours looking for like i'm like i need two grizzly bears to kill and i have to do it in a certain way kind of thing and so i mean there's there's a lot of content um it's a fantastic game for just like well, you know, like I'm done with it and then jumping back in a couple months later. Um, it's my Rocket League now that I don't play Rocket League. Man, I've been like because my my Facebook's messed up and my my I don't have Twitter on my phone. I've been actually like browsing Reddit quite a bit lately and uh cuz apparently I have that on my phone and uh I follow like the Rocket League sub and I'm real tempted to play a little bit of Rocket League again. It looks real fun. I don't know. There's something about it. Just like it's calling me back. I want to play that golf one. Yeah, I played a little bit of that. It was kind of interesting. It was it was harder than I thought it was going to be. I don't remember what it was called, but yeah, that one's interesting. Apparently, Rocket League is in Fortnite now. Like they, there's of course a, it is. Yeah, there's a <laughs> there's a Rocket does, League car in Fortnite. Does Epic own both of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they apparently traded cars. So one of the Fortnite cars came over to Rocket League, and the the uh, Rocket League cars came over. No, it's the it's the one that looks kind of like an like a very like default RC car. Um, like I don't think I've ever actually played it in Rocket League. It's, yeah. I think it's like the default one, and you stop playing it like as soon as you get a better car. Yeah, but yeah, that one's in Fortnite now. So anyway, yeah, and uh, I've also been playing a game called Proteus, which is essentially like I I can only imagine. Uh, a couple guys went to, I don't know, a game developer thing. They're like, we got this great idea for a game. And they're like, it's Doom. And they're like, well, Doom has already been made. And they're like, we want to make it again. And they're like, well, you, you can't make Doom again because it's Doom and there's laws and stuff. They're like, what if we make Doom but call it something different? And they're like, oh, that's fine. Um, but like Doom 1 and 2 specifically, um, it is very like... 1995 uh, looking kind of thing and uh, it is just Doom Um, it will give you Doom vibes it will I mean like to the point where like the third you know the first guy you see grunt second guy you see shotgun grunt Uh, third thing you see a imp that's not an imp that shoots fireballs at you (laughs) the fourth thing you see not a giant like um Oh, what, what are the things that Hercules fought? Oh, like the, the Minotaur thing? Oh, Minotaur. No, like yeah, the Minotaur. Yeah. Not not Minotaur, but a Minotaur. the Minotaur. Um, you know, you can use your shotgun, your your um, energy gun. Your I, like They don't have a BFG, and I'm kind of surprised about that. Um, 
it is just a doom ass game but it's maybe, really good maybe you just haven't found it yet i'm pretty far into it so um <laughs> it's it's a really fun game like i mean if you like doom one and two you will 100 percent like this game yeah, uh list. yeah it, it is and it's incredibly violent like you will hear what sounds like rain and what it is, is you just shot someone with a shotgun and that's their blood dripping from the ceiling. Uh, <laughs> like you, remember in doom, when you'd shoot the barrel and the guy, and if there's someone standing next to it, they just kind of gib. Yep. Uh, imagine that, but with like 30 years of technology, you know, <laughs> farther. Um, it sounds is, good. it is very good. I, I, if, like I said, if you like doom and doom two, I highly suggest you pick up Proteus because it's basically that it might as well just be called like doom three, <laughs> but <laughs> there was already one of those call. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's and good. It, you call this it, is better than doom three. So, you know, what, what is it like? Uh, that's not doom XXX. Is that? Uh, yeah. 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 Um, legally similar, but legally distinguishable, distinguishable from, doom. from doom. Yeah. 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 No, nice. it's, it's real good. Um, I'm having a very good time. I thought I was actually going to beat it today, but you go into not hell to fight some more. So, <laughs> Wait, you start in hell and then go to not hell? Well, no, it's it's probably pretty much just hell, I think. Just and, different hell. Other yeah, hell. Yeah. hell yeah, I, there's a storyline to it, but it's about as important as the storyline to Doom. <laughs> I care deeply about the story to Doom. Uh, let's see what I've been playing. I beat um, Somerville, which is the new game from uh, like the the folks who made Inside. Like that studio split into two studios, and Somerville is the new game from one of those studios. It's uh, like I don't want to say that it's really very much like Inside at all. Um, it's a it's a three D game. Um, it has it does have like a silent protagonist. There's no talking in the game, which I think actually might have been an issue. Um, but you're a you're a you play the part of a dad, and he is like it, it, when the game opens up, you're just kind of like kind of walking around your house, and the game's kind of teaching you how things work, how you can grab things and move things, um, and then all of a sudden these giant like. Like alien spaceships, they're like these huge, tall, like almost like spears just like start falling out of the sky and slamming to the ground. And so you run inside, one slams into your house and uh, it, and like uh, the one of the, the aliens kind of like falls out of the hatch and reaches out to you. And so you grab his hand and like, you know, lights go out and you wake up and your wife and your kid are gone and it's just you and your dog. But you have this thing on your arm now that when you hold a light source, you can like essentially melt the alien spaceships with. Um, and so you kind of use that to solve puzzles. And so you, you essentially make your way through this kind of alien, well, not alien landscape. It's actually a, an, an earth landscape um, trying to kind of reunite yourself with, with your family. And like, it's one of those games that, I think it's supposed to tell a story via like um, environment and supposition and, you know, all these things. And, and I didn't think it did a very good job. Like as soon as, as soon as it reached this kind of certain point in the game, everything just kind of went sideways and I really stopped caring about what was happening. I, I think it would have been a way better 
like if the if the game had really just been about you solving puzzles to reunite with your family, it would have been a better game. And instead, they like did this kind of weird alien thing at the end that I wasn't a huge fan of. Um, it was fine, um, just kind of weird. Um, probably the thing I disliked about this game the most is your dog comes with you after, and there's never been a game where you cared less about the fact that a dog was following you places. Um, you can't pet him. He whines all the time because he's scared because of aliens and, you know, this horrible, you know, new landscape. You, so, and you can do absolutely nothing to comfort the dog. Um, and at one point you just like leave him and assume he's going to catch up with you. And he, he really doesn't for like an hour. Um, it's, it was such a weird thing to include a dog as a character in the game and then not have you care or interact with him at all it was it was very strange it was just like this weird set piece of like i don't know i think we need a dog in this game to whine at something in order to get your attention at some point but we don't know how to introduce a dog without you already having one it was very strange um the good news is you do meet him again so don't don't worry the dog does not die um it was okay it's short it's like three or four hours long so like anything that i might have said bad about that game was made up for the fact that it was was very very short so um and then i started playing pentiment which is um it's a new game from obsidian and if you're used to obsidian making like i don't know Fallout New Vegas, if you're used to them making, um, you know, like Star Wars role-playing games, uh, you know, they're, they're kind of a, a company that's known for making very role-playing game-centric stuff. You might pick up Pentiment and be very, very disappointed because it's not a role-playing game at all. It's actually like, it's a murder mystery game, really, um, but it's set inside of essentially like um, old like books from the 1500s. So the entire art style is kind of drawn in uh, like ancient, like like texts that monks would have copied and drawn on the edges. And in fact, like literally the game is, is t does take place inside that book. When you pause, it pulls out and you're inside a book. Um, but it's, it's a murder mystery set in uh, essentially Bavaria in the like 1500s. You are a, uh, you start out the game as a, a guy working at a scriptorium in a uh, in a monastery, copying books and, and illustrating them as part of like your kind of um, like master's thesis to become a like a master artist, um, and then someone gets murdered and you have to to solve that murder. And it's interesting because like I solved the murder. Well, let me re let me rephrase. I I. I pointed my finger at someone and said, I think they did it. And that person was convicted of that murder and executed. But I don't actually know if I picked the right person. Like, you have to, like, I, the game, like, one thing I will say, it, it does not mechanically tell you very well um, how long you have to solve that first murder. And the answer is like two days. And if you don't really, really, really do the right things and talk to the right people, you will not be able to talk to everyone um, in order to, to solve that mystery. So like I gathered a lot of evidence and presented it and they're like, yep, seems, seems legit. <laughs> and then like they hacked a dude's head off with a sword and, uh, 
And uh, that was that. And so then you you become a master artist. You travel for seven years, and then you end up back in a village, and another person gets murdered. And so you then have to solve that murder. And then I think there's a I'm in the so I'm in the second act, and there's a third act as well. It's 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 way more of a like narrative game. You literally are just walking around talking to people all day. Um, but it's really fun and really interesting if you like that style of gameplay. Um, but it's it definitely like the day every day is kind of divided into different parts where you have like your morning work part and then you have lunch and then a second work part and then dinner and then all of your meals you get to choose like you get to take with people in the village and that's part of how you like interview people and talk with people um very interesting though like a like very i cannot i have never played another game like it i don't think um it's it's incredibly unique. Um, like I'm not saying there aren't other like murder mystery games, but it's not exactly a point and click game. It's not exactly like a narrative like walking sim game. It's like kind of in the middle of the two um, because it's it's not like you find things. It's all just via talking with people. So I don't know. Really really unique game. It's on Game Pass. Uh, definitely worth a shot. It is a little bit longer, I think, than most games I've been playing lately. I think it's like 18 or 20 hours. So, um, but it, it, I don't know. I've really enjoyed it. It is, it is apparently very divisive though. It's been getting review bombed on, uh, Metacritic because people, I think, thought Obsidian was making a different kind of game and then they made something different and that's enough to get people mad, I guess, because gamers. Um, but it's fun. Check it out. Um, Somerville is on Game Pass as well, so you can check that out. And so is Proteus, right, Cole? Uh, yeah. Perfect. All right. Uh, let's, <coughs> let's take a coughing break. And it's like a coffee break, except you cough instead. Um, let's talk about our Patreons. Patreon and our patrons. Big shout out to all the people who donate to our Patreon. Keep this podcast uh, free. These are the people we officially apologize to for not having a, a podcast for the last two weeks. Sorry, y'all. Um, if you would like to be someone that I apologize to in the future, you can go to bitemepodcast.com slash Patreon or patreon.com slash bitemepodcast, whichever one you like. Donate to us. If you are a $10 producer level donor, we will say your name every episode where we have a podcast. Maybe maybe I should just have you guys like just do a podcast the last two weeks and all it would have been is us reading the patron, patron mm-hmm. list. Like you just go and you're like, hey, it's hey, my podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Alan Schulte, Joe Cold Jr., Anonymous, and Rich Deacon. Thank you, and all the rest of our uh, our wonderful patrons. We appreciate all of you. But anyways, you guys could have just done that, and then it just like ended it. It would have been fine. Uh, <clears throat> Rich Deacon is in our chat right now. He wants to know if he gets a refund. He does not. Sorry, bummer. Um, yes, you can have chores done. Dylan will be there to rake leaves in your yard later uh, tomorrow. So. Uh, let's see. News. Dylan, can you say news? I didn't mean to. I didn't get too far news. Ahead. I can have a drink while you do that. <laughs> uh, all right. So first up, uh, this is kind of an, an interesting story. Uh, Xbox actually commissioned a survey <laughs> to find out how people um, inspire intergenerational family play during the holiday seasons. Uh, and so these are, they found out who... Uh, people will be playing video games with during during the holidays, and <clears throat> the the big winner obviously is people playing with their kids. Forty percent of people said they play with their kids. Do you guys have this this thing open? Because this is the worst yeah, graph also I've up, ever yeah. seen. 
<laughs> like that, that is not 40%. <laughs> that is not how percentages work. Uh, but another 40% will be playing with their spouse or partner. 21% will play with their parents. Um, are you going to play video games this, uh, this holiday season with mom? Oh, oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. We, I've, I've only played video games with my mom maybe once. And we played, I don't remember what it was, some driving game. And, uh, and before you said it, I could have remembered. Uh, the only thing I can remember is that, first of all, my mom is absolutely one of those people who, like, moves the controller in the direction she wants to go. And also, she hit a cow in that game. Like, you, you would think the cow is jumping in front of her. Like, that's how many times she hit it. Hard fact, driving. Hard driving. There you go. My mom hit the cow a bunch of times. Uh, <clears throat> 21% are playing with their cousins. I don't know if I've ever played video games with any of our cousins, Cole. I mean, I guess yeah, you did, like, yeah, way we, back in the day. Yeah, we used to play, like, uh, you know, Legend of Zelda with that's Brian. That's true, with Brian, so. yeah. Yeah, back in the day where, like, it, like I remember when I got a Nintendo, one of the, or, yeah, Nintendo, like, one of my favorite things was now I'd be able to trade video games with my cousins. Like, you could, you could, you I, know. I also remember playing... Um, Adventure Island over at Sadie's, Sadie's house. Yeah, all the time, so. all the time. I uh, I think it's really interesting. My I have a cousin. Uh, he's like probably four years younger than Colby, so he's he's in his like mid thirties now. And when we were growing up, Colby would go over to his house all the time and play uh, play video games, and he'd watch. And we always thought it was so weird, like you know, like he, you want to play with. He's like, no, I, I just want to watch. And at the time, we we're like, that's so weird. And now that's like a multi-billion-dollar industry of people <laughs> just going like, oh, no, no, I'll just, I'll just watch. It'll be fine. Uh, other extended family make up another twenty-one percent. So I guess that's I don't know. You play with your second cousins. <laughs> aunts and uncles. I'm playing with my yeah. great aunt. Yeah, <laughs> man, I would love to play video games with my great aunts. Like all of them are in their nineties. It'd be fantastic. Yeah, nine uh, percent are playing with aunt and uncles. Five percent are playing with their grandparents. I actually have like it's it's really weird. My grandpa's dead now, but I actually have some pretty fond memories of playing video games with him. He got a Commodore. Uh, not long after we got ours, and so we would play, uh, like the 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 Commodore sixty four golf game and Frantic Freddy and stuff with my grandpa in the eighties. Um, he he so. also played Xbox once. How was it? Uh, you were there. I do not remember this, but I trust you. Yeah, when I brought it out when we went for their oh know, for their fiftieth anniversary fiftieth yeah. yeah yeah they uh. They played uh, Amped, I want to say. <laughs> That's amazing. Both, both Grandpa and Grandma played like a round of Amped. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then they're in-laws. So uh, I can I imagine you are going to... Uh, oh, hell yeah. Playing a lot of video games with your in-laws. This, this, uh... You know it. <laughs> How about you, Dylan? Do you play, you play games with any of your, your, your close relatives? No. No. <laughs> It's all right. <clears throat> Nothing wrong with that. I think the funny thing is, is like my dad is actually quite a gamer, yeah. um, but like the games he plays are so different than the games that I play yeah. that we rarely play games together. <laughs> it's kind of a bummer. Like my dad's super like he bought Modern Warfare like day and date was like <laughs> super excited to get Modern Warfare. He's like, you should get it. I'm like, I don't think I want to pay seventy dollars <clears throat> or sixty dollars to play Modern Warfare. He's like, no, it's super fun. I'm like. Yeah, maybe. I'm glad you like it, Dad. That's what matters. So, anyway, uh, interesting, interesting survey. Uh, let's see. Next up, uh, the FTC is probably going to uh, file an antitrust lawsuit to block the Microsoft Activision deal. 
Uh, it's happening right now in Europe. Microsoft is um, is uh, a, a negotiating, I guess, with the the England English version of the uh, the FTC to try and get that done. Um, Microsoft says that any suggestion that the transaction could lead to anti-competitive effects is completely absurd. This merger will benefit gamers in the U.S. gaming industry, especially as we face increasingly stiff competition from abroad, like from Sony. We are committed to continuing to work cooperatively with regulators around the globe to allow the transaction to proceed, but won't hesitate to fight to defend the transaction if required. Um... I don't know, like, is, does the, does the Activision Blizzard Microsoft merger create like some sort of gaming monopoly? Doesn't really seem like it. (laughs) (coughs) Like, I, 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 I don't think it does, which I think is really weird that there's so much pushback for this when like Embracer Group is like twice the size. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but I mean, I, like, let's be frank. Like, can I still be Colby? No, for now, but like, it's under review. Like, look at, look at serial producers in the United States. Like, uh-huh. there's, there's five. Like, look at what Nabisco or what Kraft owns. Look yeah. at what Nabisco owns. Look at what, or not Nabisco, sorry, Nestle owns, because I think they own Nabisco. Uh-huh. Like, you know, look at look at look at how many social media platforms there are right now. <laughs> like, yeah. is this is this really the one to worry about? And I think the only reason it's it's really something to worry about is because Sony's making a big deal out of it. And it's so funny watching Sony just like honestly, I think the best part about it is watching Microsoft say like, "Oh, but we're just a little teeny video game mm-hmm. company. You don't have to worry about us." And Sony like. Just like, no, they're a 10,000 pound behemoth. Like, there's no way. I don't even know how we're still a company competing against Microsoft. Um, Sure, they're in third out of three, (laughs) but. Right. (laughs) It came out this week. They're like, well, but what if what if they make Call of Duty an exclusive? And and uh, everyone's like, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that would kind of suck, but whatever. But like, I mean, other people can make these games, and they're like, EA's tried, and Battlefront sucks. <laughs> like, that was, I mean, I don't want to say that was an exact like Sony quote, but like, it was pretty close. <laughs> All like, I know is that if if PlayStation makes any sort of moves, buying any big thing, I if I was Microsoft, I would raise holy hell mm-hmm. about like oh well what what about us you know i don't know man what, it's it's such a weird thing that this is the like i said it is a big acquisition right absolutely but, like, but, but but why with that why not the 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 uh oh who's the morrowind and Oh, yeah. That went th- that went through like, like I don't that. know day and date yeah the bethesda and acquisition then, the zenimax acquisition yeah, yeah. But then they try to do this. It's like, oh wow, no! Like, I literally I think the entire thing is Call of Duty. Like, I think that that is the only I, thing. Well, and I find it fascinating because Call of Duty, Elden Rings, sold more units than yeah. Call of Duty this year. Yeah. So, like, yes, I realize Call of Duty is a big thing. If this was, if five this years ago, a, yeah, then yeah, but like. Call of Duty is not necessarily, I think, the behemoth that it once no, was. Hundred percent, and I don't know if it ever will be. No, no, I don't but think. Like, so. I think mean, people are. I think people are tired of it. I mean, like as much as the thing is, as much as Dad likes it, I think people yeah. are. 
Like it they've done doesn't like this one. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's the thing is they've done they've done a game a year essentially for I don't even know how many years. I mean, to the point yeah. of where they're having to recycle the same names for for new games. You know, so like that's how long it's been. Um, yeah, it just seems like a very weird. Like I mean, like I said, I know that is a huge, you know, big kind of thing, but like that this is the one that the hill to die on right yeah like strange. i can see if if i mean like if they were buying like ea that seems like a thing that you'd go like wow that's or like even like ubisoft i think that you'd go like that seems like they're a huge company whereas like i mean yeah activision is big but they don't have they don't seem to have the the, the like massive games that yeah outside of call of duty i don't know yeah. i i wonder if it's I wonder if there's something like we just don't see that like they're yeah, worried about be. the mobile stuff they're buying. If well, and that's that's what they said. <coughs> Literally, they've said like we don't care about that. We want the mobile. Yeah, like that is what the that is what we want. We want the mobile. Yeah. Um, but again, like that doesn't affect PlayStation. Very yeah, much. super weird to me. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, like I said, it looks like they're uh, they're negotiating for uh, all sorts of stuff over in Europe. I'm sure the same thing will happen here. Um, you know, the FTC actually even hasn't 100% said they're going to do anything yet, so we will see. Uh, next up, Callisto Protocol, which is a game that isn't even out yet, uh, is talking about their their uh, their next DLC. And I think it's really weird. The thing they chose to highlight is that it'll have new death animations. Um, if you haven't seen the Callisto Protocol, it's, it's kind of a, a Dead Space-esque, like, space horror game. And I'll be honest, like... Their continued insistence on like focusing on how just how gruesome it is every time you die, like has kind of turned me off from the game. Um, like every trailer they have now features your your like player being crushed or murdered or beheaded or shot or eviscerated in some like disturbingly graphic new way. And like I just don't know if I want to play. It. Like first of all, like I know I'm going to die a lot. And I don't know if I want to just like constantly be like pushed new ways that I can I can be like graphically killed. Like is that is that like a is that a thing gamers want? Like apparently. I guess. Because people are super excited about it. And like they announced this and they're like, I can't believe you're holding death animations back behind DLC. And they're like, no, 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 no. All of the current death animations of the game, these are new ones we're coming up with. And I'm like, somewhere there's a developer who has PTSD now <laughs> because he's been working on death animations for like two years. And I don't know. I think it's weird. I think it's super weird. But I don't know. I guess we'll see. It comes out uh, soon-ish, as I recall. Uh, but I don't I don't honestly remember exactly when, but I think before the end of the year. So I guess you can see how much you like dying over and over and over again. Uh, Xbox 360 controller. Is it is it your favorite? No. And it's scheduled for release December 2nd. Oh, December 2nd. Good. So actually like this week, pretty much. Um, so... I would argue, though, that I think the Xbox 360 controller was probably the the first controller that, like, it was it was the controller that, like, the Duke was good. Um, I really liked the Duke, but I think the Xbox 360 controller was like the first controller I ever played with that I was like, oh yeah, this this feels good. Like, this is 
this is this was like a great step in the right direction. I had a ton of them. They lasted forever. They were built like tanks. Um, pretty great. Still have one. Yeah, well, I still have four. I think five. Mm. Um, just good controllers, real solid. Um, not. I I think that the. I mean, even the newest, the newest, newest like Xbox Series X controllers are slightly better than the Xbox One X controllers. Yeah. Um, like, I couldn't tell you why. Like, there's some extra texture on it or something that makes a big difference. But uh, anyway, if you were a big fan of the 360 controller, uh, it is being resurrected uh, by Hyperkin. Um, it will be a wired controller, even though it is officially licensed. And it will... Uh, it will uh, work with all of your your new fancy Series X and uh, Windows 10 computers. So that's something that interests you. Uh, it looks really, really good. I mean, it looks exactly like uh, an old 360 controller. It comes in colors just like they used to. Um, I'm not into wired controllers, but it's kind of it's kind of fun. Like it's uh, it's you know a little bit of a throwback. So check that out if that is your thing. Uh, finally, <coughs> this week, uh, I distinctly remember um, waking up from a NyQuil-induced dream about a 22-player uh, a co-op version of Grand Theft Auto VI. Um, like, so first of all, I would just like to, to put that out into the world. I think that... I, I don't. I don't know how a twenty-two player <laughs> co-op version of Grand Theft Auto Six would work. That was not outlined in my dream, but I, I just want to put that out there. Um, and and what that was strange. Uh, I think what what I found strange about that is then this week I did read uh, Starship Troopers Extermination is coming out, and it's going to be twelve player co-op. <laughs> so, oh yeah, <clears throat> that is. Uh, I think three groups of four playing together. Um, I don't think it's necessarily like 12 people all at the same place, but it'll be uh, like three squads of four uh, fighting space bugs to, uh, to go forward. So I'm, I'm like kind of interested in that. Like I don't remember Starship Troopers as like one of my favorite movies, but it was, it was a great movie. It was good. Um, but I am kind of intrigued by 12 player. I'm kind of intrigued by 12 player co-ops. So I, I can't think, am, am I crazy in thinking that like, I don't, I don't remember ever hearing about something like that before. Is that something that you guys have ever really like, like four player co-op yeah, and like 30 versus 30. Sure. But right. I don't think so really. Um, <laughs> and I'm very intrigued by like a multi-squad co-op. Right. Um, I think it'd be really cool to have, uh, games where you have three people that have insertion points at different points on the map and have to fight into the similar area or something. Right. And I feel like that <coughs> opens up a really interesting PVE style game where it can kind of scratch a multiplayer itch without it necessarily being competitive. Like, yeah, PvP. Right. like I think it's, it's an interesting twist on just like having four players move through some sort of linear I don't know. Yeah, no, um, that's exactly what I was thinking. So, I mean, the the only downside to that is if it's kind of one of my hypotheses about like really massive multiplayer um 
like shooters more than like a MMO, but like those really big, like 64, like I think mag was like 256 players online or whatever. And it's like, at some point it doesn't matter because you don't see them. Right. So yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, if you're not playing with like 12 people in the same chat, like those four players may as well just be AI controlled because you don't, if you're just match made with them, it doesn't quite, I don't know if it quite hits the same um, as if you're playing with like people, you know, for example, Um, it could still be really cool um, without that. But I think it's, it's interesting when you're, you're like, okay, you're a party of four and you have a part and you get match made with two other parties of four. It's not quite the same as having 11 of your friends, which is probably pretty hard to get together um, for a lot of people. Right. (laughs) So, um, you might not get exactly that out of it, but it still might be really a really interesting kind of gameplay um, when you have three people that, or three um, squads that have kind of independent objectives and have to control different points on the map that you have to control this point so this other squad can uh, get through the gate and then they can flip some switch that allows the squad to do this thing over here. Um, that's very interesting. Uh, I'd love to play something like that. Yeah. Well, it, it brings up, I think also interesting ideas like, <clears throat> you know, so one squad's getting their asses kicked, you know, on the, the left-hand side of the map. Can you like leave center to like go help them? Right. It maybe flank risks? the, right. Yeah. You have to flank the, you can flank the enemy and, and do this and, and kind of relieve them or get them out of that yeah. bind. But then you might lose ground over here. Right. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I hope I hope it's good. Um, it's coming into early access early next year. So, like the good news is too. Like I'm not I'm not a huge fan of early access games, but this does seem like something that maybe could use <coughs> that uh, that kind of incubation period. Apparently, uh, the folks who are building it too. Like I've never heard of them. Um, it's a it's a company called Offworld Industries. Um, they're, they made a game called Squad, which is I'm unfamiliar with, but it's a co-op military first-person shooter that was in early access for five years. So, like, it sounds like they at least kind of know what they're doing. Um, so we'll see. Um, that is news. So let's do some questions. Sorry, there's nothing from Vinny, Dylan. So you can't you can't do Vinny. I apologize. Uh, yeah, uh, we still can. You still can. Hey, oh, Vinny. Hey, I don't got any questions. Hey, oh. <laughs> hey, oh. Uh, Extra Life Icon wants to know uh, Christmas time is on the way. What is your favorite Christmas food? Goose. I believe you are muted, Colby. Um, spritz muted? cookies. Oh, man, I do like spritz cookies. Like the kind like pushed out of a cookie press. Yeah. yeah. My grandma always what? has some. They're so good. Yeah. My mom makes those. They're good. Um, Colby, can you talk again? I don't know. I didn't. Can yes. you hear me? Yes, I can. That's weird. Nothing changed. I didn't. I, I just I looked over goose. Goose. <laughs> you were eating goose? Uh, no, I've had duck. <laughs> Not on purpose. Which I assume is similar. I would be worried to eat goose that, that like maybe it would like honk at you. Well, I mean, that would honk at me, but also that maybe it would like, like other geese would know and they would just constantly torment me. And geese are kind of mean, like, like, you know, crows. How do you feed them? 
That's true. Like, you know how crows hold a grudge? Like, <laughs> what if what if geese found out that I ate another goose and, like, everywhere I go, there's just, like, this honking and hissing and, and wings flapping? Like, I don't think that's good. I don't think it's good at my, all. My kid asked, like, why do, why, why do geese honk at you when they have their goslings with them? I'm like, oh, no, it's not just when they have their goslings with them. <laughs> like, they'll they, hiss at you no matter what. They're the dicks of the avian world. <laughs> uh, what's, your, what's your real favorite Christmas food, Gull? Um, I, I don't know. Spritz cookies are good. <sighs> um, Can we say... What's a Christmas food? Like a food you eat primarily at Christmas. Summer sausage is a kind of Christmas food, right? Oh yeah, it's not good, but I like it. I do too. Like I summer love... sausage is one of those things that, like, if you put it in front of me with crackers and cheese, I will eat it. But oh. it's not good. Yeah, no, I, I, I it kind of, kind of, it is, has though. an unnatural flavor. It does, like, but man, I like, I miss like there, there are not a lot of meats that I miss, but all the ones that I do are garbage. <laughs> summer like, sausage is on that. It list. says sausage in it, but. It doesn't well, I love, taste like sausage. Summer sausage. It's yeah, good. that's less good. That's My dad really makes good. some really good summer sausage. I uh, pepper just wait, wait. Makes? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. I I just assumed it was something that like they scraped off of like um, a machinery bars. somewhere. A machinery. <laughs> and <laughs> and like, then they just put it in a tube and. I like those. Uh, I like those little uh, mints that Hickory Farms makes too. The mints with the white things on the bottom. Yeah, those things are great. Um, I can we say Beto's? Like I know that we eat Beto's the rest of the year, but that was a very traditional like Christmas Day food is getting a breakfast burrito because it was the only place that was open. Um, and <coughs> <coughs> excuse me, my mom makes uh, these really good mint brownies for Christmas that I love. She actually she mailed me some for my birthday, and it was magical. Um, and ham. Ham is. You know. I don't like ham. Really? I mean, I don't either really. now. But I used to love ham. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what it is about ham, but I like stopped eating meat, and ham went from being probably one of my favorite foods to like the most vile thing. That if you set it next to other food I'm eating, I can taste the ham on it. It's very weird. So, ham's probably my least favorite of the pig meats. Really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. It's probably bacon, sausage. Yeah, it's probably. I don't know. Pork chops. I don't like a lot. I don't like pork chops either. Yeah, it's probably in my. It's it's probably my second favorite ribs. behind sausage. Oh, but pork ribs. Yeah, third behind pork ribs. And anyway, I don't. I don't have any of those foods in like twenty a years. Magical so. animal, Lisa. <laughs> Monotone screaming wants to know: Are there any game genres you get bored by? I'm going to say roguelikes. Yeah, card games. Like yeah. TCGs, I'm not a huge fan of. I found like two that I like. I don't know really I get They're bored. They're not TCGs. Uh, yeah, CCGs. What are th- CCGs, yeah. yeah. Uh, roguelikes to me, I really, I, I want to enjoy them, but like, I'm just like, oh, I got to go do that again. <laughs> like, I yeah. get real bored at the grind real fast. So. They, they have to like really hit for me yeah. or else I, yeah. I like roguelikes for like three hours, and then I tend to fall off of them unless well, I very much like them. I think the problem with roguelikes for me is that eventually they get to be too long, too. That's kind of like what Hades was for me is like like runs start taking like 45 minutes to do a single run. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I want to waste 45 minutes on this next run. That seems, that seems lousy. So 
How about you, Dylan? What what kind of games do you get bored by? Bad ones, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's fair. I I don't necessarily. Why would you get a bad game genre? <laughs> it's the newest game in the the bad game yeah. genre. We don't expect much from it, but I'm trying to think. I don't. I'm not necessarily turned off by a particular genre. game. Like I can enjoy. Um, I guess there's probably certain games that I have less patience with. Like, I really like turn-based games, but I can get really bored of turn-based games. Um, Because, I think because they are inherently slowed down, if it's not moving along at a good pace and I'm not really satisfied with it, I'm going to be turned off really quickly. Um, So... I think there's things that bore me in games more than games that bore me. Like, um, I find myself often dialogue is either not compelling or it's, (laughs) there's just too much of it. And I'm just mashing the button through it. I do not care what you're saying. Like, um, so there's certain things that bore me. Um, but as for, a specific kind of game i don't think that is fair yeah uh man this name qwerty hjkl1234 i uh, want to know if you've ever taken apart a console to see how it works if not would you ever think about doing it you ever torn apart a console no because then it wouldn't work and <laughs> i'd be sad <laughs> i haven't done it in a long time but i hacked the crap out of my og xbox um i ripped that thing open i soft modded it uh, i put a bigger hard drive in it um i suppose i mean like i'm gonna count this i did once open up the saturn to replace the battery in it yeah good enough yeah um because it has like a little battery in it that yeah does a CMOS battery. yeah and uh, I had to open it up and put in a new one. And I made a blog about it. Because, I mean, this was long enough ago that there were blogs. Yeah. And that was, like, by and far my most viewed blog. Like, people came to see how to take apart uh, Saturn. So I <laughs> I did a very similar thing. I had a, a – so the OG Xbox, if you do not recall, um, had a CD drive manufactured by three different people. Um, and, Thompson! Yeah. And Colby and I both had Thompson drives. And the Thompson drives sucked. Like, they just, they did not work. Um, and so, that, that was one of the reasons I actually modded my Xbox, is I, I put a bigger hard drive in it so I could just rip games straight to the hard drive and play them off the hard drive instead of uh, having to, to play them on disk. And at the time, like, I put an 80 gig hard drive in there, and that was huge. I think the hard drive that came with was like two or three. <laughs> so, like, an 80 gig hard drive was massive. Um, but I did the same thing as I, I like made a little website about how bad the Thompson drive sucked and how you could identify which ones you had and how angry I was. And like, I don't know, nine months later, I got a check from Google for a hundred bucks because I'd put like AdWords on my website and had just like, it had gone crazy. Like I'd completely forgotten about it. I, I made a website, and, like got it out of my system and uh, like it just kept running ads, kept running ads. They sent me a hundred dollars because I <laughs> had like shown so many ads to google which does not happen now so how are you dylan you ever ripped a ripped a console open i don't think so really 
I'm trying to remember if I have or not. I don't think so. Yeah. I've, I'm I don't think I've really ever been at the stage where like my console broke and I don't have like when my 360 died it was red ring or whatever and I sent yeah. it in and, and they fixed it, right? Yeah. So it's like switch same thing with this like So I don't I don't think so. Yeah, it's it's just too risky for me. I like I yeah, know I would exactly. Up. Yeah, I just know that it's gonna be one of those things where I like take off the thing and something is gonna spoil, and I'm gonna go, oh no, what? Was <laughs> where did that, that go? <laughs> <laughs> Princess Megan has a question, but before we uh, we ask her question, we should congratulate her on getting married this weekend. She had a incredibly fun looking wedding ceremony. It was very gamer nerd centric. Um, looked like she had a great time. So congratulations woo, to Princess woo. Megan and her new husband. Uh, her question is, Is did you take advantage of any good Black Friday deals? You guys buy anything via Black Friday? I bought Black a Friday? vacuum. Nice. What'd you get? Um, it's right here. It's just like a stick vacuum. Um, nice. Which are pretty cool because our house definitely does not need a huge vacuum. And I haven't really had one. Uh, shop vacs are not really appropriate for vacuuming your whole house all the time no, um, not really. but I, yeah. I made it work for a while yep. um till i found a good deal on like a a uh, pet centric um stick vacuum that's cordless which nice. i didn't think about how much that mattered but rather than unplugging um plugging my vacuum like six times to do the three separate levels like yeah a 40 minute charge is plenty to like run around the house and vacuum everything up and it is great deal. I'm very, I'm, I, I could not be happier. I will check back in with you on that because I've, I've kind of been thinking about getting one of those too, because like we don't yeah. have any carpet now. It's all hardwood. Right. And so like my dog sheds and they just like turn into like tumbleweeds that right through the house and like the full size vacuums a lot. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely wreck. I'll, I've only used it a few times. So yeah, I, I yeah. wouldn't I'll be check like, back yeah, go weeks. buy one. But, um, <laughs> It was a, it was like a Home Depot Black Friday sale, so I was like, "Oh, this is a good price for this." And then, nice. Um, it does have like the carpet and hardwood, hard settings. floor like setting, so it doesn't suck and uh, spin yeah. as hard on the yeah. uh, when it's not on the carpet. Because um, yeah, we only have a little bit of carpet upstairs and a couple of rugs, so that's why it's like I don't need definitely don't need a big nor do i have a spot to put a giant vacuum or anything yeah. like that so that, that's um, the unfortunate thing is i actually have two full-size vacuums because yeah. i we had a dyson and then i bought another dyson <laughs> right and, and, and so now you we can have, just send me your old ones cliff i don't you i thought you had a dyson no oh i thought you i thought you you found one no no oh. i've got a I've got a craptacular vacuum. Oh, I, I don't Ooh. think that it would be uh, economically nope. feasible to mail a vacuum. <laughs> flat anyway, rate. Uh, part, part it out flat rate box. Part it out flat rate boxes. <laughs> I actually was like looking at the shipping guitars the other day, and like that is shockingly expensive. It's like can be like 150 bucks to ship a guitar. I was very surprised. Um. Let's see. Did I buy anything on Black Friday? I was sick on Black Friday, to be honest. Um, oh, we, we I bought sheets. I bought <laughs> I bought sheets from a bed. Um, 
I I did not buy it on Black Friday, but I uh, I subscribed to a website like two weeks before, and they had a Black Friday deal, and they um, they matched it. I emailed them. I'm like, hey, I just bought this like five days ago. Will you will you give me your Black Friday price? They're like, yep, we refunded twenty five bucks to your credit card. So that was that was like buying something on Black Friday, I guess. Yeah. How about you, Cole? Did you get anything good? Um. I don't know. I think I bought a shacket. Um, hey, say that again. A shacket. Is that a jacket made by Shaquille O'Neal? Sh- shirt jacket. What? What is a shirt jacket, <laughs> Cole? Do you not want to know what a shirt jacket is? <laughs> okay, so Brooke just said it's a shacket, and I, I have n- Colby's going away to get his shacket, I guess. Uh, Hans just popped into our chat and said that if you think shipping any of those things is expensive, you should try shipping arcade games. Um, <clears throat> that's that's legit. Okay, so that's a sh- so just like a like a line a f- shirts, like a line shirt, like a thick shirt. It's a shacket. It's a shacket. Okay. Well, I I did not know that was a thing. Um, it turns out that I like it, when I. <laughs> Hans says they call those cardigans. Um, <laughs> this is a cardigan. <laughs> uh, turns a sweater. Turns out that I very much like shackets, but I don't need one because it's like eighty here right now. Um, I got one for Christmas, and it was yeah. No, that's, that's a good plan. That's a great plan. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm like out of my my element now talking about shackets. Uh, <laughs> The other day, Colby in his hunting game got a shotgun gun, which is what I what I call those guns now. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a gun that is a shotgun and a like rifle, long rifle. Yeah. So from now on, I just call those shotgun guns, and everyone hates <laughs> shotgun <it>. guns. <coughs> uh, all right. Two final two questions. Rich Deacon wants to know if you could Frankenstein a controller, which part would you take from each controller to make it your personal favorite? Any any so piece, would- pieces you'd like to take? So I would take a Xbox Elite controller. Yeah, yeah. And I would take a normal Xbox controller. Okay. And I would replace the connections in the right buttons from the normal <laughs> controller into the Elite controllers, and it would just be perfect. Perfect. Yeah, no, I agree. That, that would work for me, too. I, uh, I would like... Do you remember back in the day when they had that that thing that would plug into probably like the original maybe maybe the xbox probably the xbox one controller there was like a little keypad so that you could uh-huh. mm-hmm. like yeah, i don't yeah. i don't want that 99 percent of the time but the it was one the 360 yeah but the one percent of the time that that i i need to type something into my 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 xbox i would like to have that cute little keyboard adapter i have one Ooh, perfect. So that's that's my perfect controller. A uh, same thing, an, an Xbox uh, Xbox Elite Two controller, but with a keyboard adapter. <laughs> How about you, Dylan? What would what Frankenstein controller are you gonna make? I mean, I'm I think I'm pretty happy with the new every iteration right. of the Xbox controller. They're so good. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, you probably could get fancy and swap some buttons out and triggers and. If I sat and side by side at them, but um, I don't know if I'd really pull anything particular. Yeah. Maybe get an extra prong from the N64 controller. I don't know. <laughs> just make just, it harder to hold. I think just stuff it down there. Yeah. 
perfect. Um, just inflate it to be the size of a duke. I don't know. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm. I just. I like the Xbox Elite controller so much. Yeah. Like, it's, I, it's I really want to try the the Elite Two because I did like my first series a lot. But yeah, again, it's it, working fine, so I don't need to like. I don't need I, a new one. I don't notice a huge difference between the two. Um, I actually really want to try that new one. That's like the. The Xbox Elite 2 Lite, the the like oh the cheaper gosh. one. There's yeah. more. Yeah, um, that one just came out like a, a month or two ago. It looks pretty cool. It's like and it's like cheaper. It's like I don't remember how much cheaper, but man, Dylan's gonna like do our OnlyFans here. It's great. Yeah, I got it. Let's see. Uh, Rich also wants to know: Do you prefer your soda in a can, bottle, or from the fountain? Like, what's the what's the perfect soda? Probably cold can, glass bottle. I or would fountain. say uh, probably uh, a McDonald's Coke. Yeah, McDonald's That's Coke the is answer. pretty perfect. Um, but next to that, I like cans. I'm not a bottle person. I like bottles personally. Um, I think they're kind of like they're fine, but it's not not really my thing. Uh, and uh, Hans came in and asked a question in the Discord. So his question is, "Is uh, what is your go-to game when you walk into arcade? Not like a favorite, but the one you just walk in and say, damn, I need to play that. What's, what's your, you walk into an arcade game, into an arcade, it's got every arcade game you've ever played. Like what's your, what's your, what's your arcade game? That new crazy Pong <laughs> yeah, oh, I love that thing. Real Pong. I don't even know what that thing was called. That thing was dope. It's so cool. I haven't played it in years because of obviously I haven't gone to any Dave and Buster's like place. Yeah, is that where it was? there was one there? I think. And then there I don't know. I, we played it at alley. the we played it at the pinball show. Yeah, and then I found Tacoma. one at the. It was either the bowling alley or like a Dave and Buster's or yeah. both. Um, and it was just so fun. So cool. So, so fun. cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, for me, I'm a man. That's a tough one. Um, I'm a big fan of um, the, the multi-screen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game. The, like the four player. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Like the four, any of the four player Konami games yeah, or the, or the, uh, the Simpsons one. Yeah. Big for me. Um, Virtual Fighter 2 used to be my thing back in the day, um, but I'm probably trash at it now, but I used to be really good at that game. Um, and uh, like when we, when Colby and I used to go to the Nickel Arcade, I always would play the uh, the Tommy pinball game. That was a big one for me. So liked all those. Uh, all right. I think that is all of our questions. Thanks for everyone who came in and, and dropped a question late. We only had two, like with five minutes to go on this podcast. We managed to pick up like six. So thank you for that. Uh, we're talking about cheap free games <coughs> for a second. My voice is leaving. So we're going to go quick through these. Uh, Epic Games this week, Fort Triumph. It's a strategy game uh, that's very similar to XCOM, um, but it's got some building stuff in it as well. And a game called RPG in a Box, which looks pretty cool. Um, it's actually like a role-playing game uh, creation tool that looks fun. So both of those are free on Epic. Uh, game Pass uh, coming out today, the 29th. 
Uh, Insurgency Sandstorm is coming to cloud and console. Um, and Soccer Story came out to cloud console and PC. Soccer Story is a lot of fun. I played the demo of that. It was good. Uh, game Dylan was talking about earlier, Warhammer 40k Darktide came out, uh, comes out tomorrow on PC. Hello Neighbor 2 is coming out on PC and console December 6th. Uh, Chained Echoes is coming out console, PC, and cloud December 8th. Infinite Guitar, um, just like a rhythm game comes out December 13th and high on life uh, is coming out on console. I believe PC as well on December 13th. That's the new game from the creators of Rick and Morty. The one where you have wacky guns that <coughs> want you to shoot. People with them. Looks like a lot of fun. Uh, Xbox gold this month is uh, Colt Canyon. It's available December 1st to the 31st. That game is a lot of fun. It's a, uh, I own <coughs> yeah, it's a good time. I played it at PAX the first time, um, but I own it too. It's a uh, kind of a, what do I want to say? It's a roguelike, um, very pixely, a lot of fun. Uh, and Bladed Fury comes out the 16th of January 15th. Uh, PlayStation Plus games are rumored at this point, but they are rumored to be Mass Effect Legendary Edition for the PS4, uh, Biomutant for the PS4 and PS5, and Divine Knockout for the PS4 and PS5. Uh, love those confirmed on next episode. Uh, let's see. I had a humble bundle in here, but something tells me that it is no longer valid. I think it's from, uh, last week when I did the podcast. Let's see. Uh, it is the Black Friday VR Voyagers pack. It is available. Oh, it's, it's good for another 10 days. So that's a good deal. Uh, for 20, let's see, for $12, you can get, uh, Cooks Out, a Sandwich Tale, Archon Attack of the Squirrels. Which sounds great. Uh, Until You Fall, The Wizards, Dark Times, Sarriento VR, Super Hot VR, which is great. Car, mechan <coughs> Car Mechanic Simulator VR, I Expect You to Die, which is a lot of fun. Um, Shooty Fruity, The Curious Tale of the Stolen Pets, and A Fisherman's Tale. Those are all VR games. Uh, like I said, 12 bucks for all those. Pretty good deal. And finally... Uh, Prime Gaming, these are again rumored, they are not confirmed yet. Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, which is a really fun game actually. Uh, Quake, uh, like the original ID game, apparently it just got a update last month. I think it, they added um, ray tracing to it, I want to say. So go play some old school Quake. Um, Spinch, Doors, Paradox, and Banners of Ruin, uh, in theory, round up Prime, Prime Gaming for December. So... <clears throat> Until uh, before I die, <clears throat> I'm going to say thank you for coming and hanging out with us today. Uh, we are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. Find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.com slash Bite Me Podcast. You can uh, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Bite Me Podcast. Uh, you can join our Discord at uh, bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. You can support us on Extra Life through the end of the year and into next year, really, at bitemepodcast.com slash Extra Life. And I think that's it. Dylan, 